Possum Podcast. Toot toot. Tonight on the show, Mr. Possum and I are going to be listing our five favorite herbs. It's the herb episode. Dried and fresh herbs, those unsung heroes of the spice cabinet. Which herbs dust your lunch with an earthy punch and which have an aroma that makes you holler, oh, mama, mama. Tonight we're doing herbs. No, we're not. It's the herb countdown. Big Al, shut up. What? I got some big news, baby. I found 50 bucks. You found 50 bucks? Yes, 50 actual dollars, dollars, dollars. We are not doing that herb episode. We have got to figure out what to do with this money. We're rich, Big Al. I don't know about rich, but 50 bucks, that's uh, certainly nothing to sneeze at. Can I see the 50 bucks? Yes, you may. You may inspect it to see that it's real. What's the ruling? Wow, that is 50 bucks. You're right. You expected a banana peel and a boot and an empty tuna can, didn't you? Well, the last time you said you had 50 bucks, you you handed me a, a ripped up $5 bill. And I, I realized you don't really know how money works. We got to spend this money. We got to spend it good. And we are not going to spend an hour talking about herbs. Well, I mean, I suppose we could spend the $50 on herbs. And in that case, I would be able to still use my herb countdown, which I was I was kind of proud of, actually. I think I got some good herbs in here. I, I, see, I see the temptation to not write a new bit. That's very tempting. And you know what? This is why we got to discuss it. Because we can't just go barreling in spending $50 on herbs. So instead of talking about herbs this episode, you want to talk about what we're going to spend this $50 on. Yes, I think as a family, because we're family, we should discuss what to do with our family's only 50 bucks. That sounds good to me, Mr. Possman. I actually have some really good ideas uh, for things that I could spend that $50 on that would make my life uh, a whole lot better. And I think if my life's better, I think it would make your life better as well. Mm, the old trickle-down theory strikes again. Well, I got designs on this 50 bucks too, Big Hal. You ain't gonna just trickle on me. All right, well, I guess when we come back, Mr. Possum and I, instead of talking about uh, which herbs are our favorite, are gonna figure out what we're gonna spend this free $50 on. What's the first thing you're going to do with it? Well, this sure seems fortuitous, Mr. Possum. See, uh, the other day I was down at the Musty Have Attic Treasures Vintage Thrift, and I came across an incredibly cool retro leather jacket that just happens to be 50 bucks. And Possum, I think this is just the kind of thing that I need to kick my life back into third gear. Okay. Lately, I feel like I'm, I'm in kind of a rut. I feel like I'm losing my edge, Mr. Possum. So I would argue that I should spend that 50 bucks on that leather jacket. My daily wear has become a drab and dull parade of unspectacular denim and muted sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. I look boring, Mr. Possum, yeah. and it's time to get back in the game. So I need, I repeat, I need this leather jacket. And so I would argue we should spend that 50 bucks on this vintage leather jacket I found. Mm. 
All right. You seem to be pretty attached to it. You got a picture of it? I sure do. In fact, I have a picture of myself trying it on. Oh, that's sad. Let's have a look. You are going to be amazed at how cool I look in this leather jacket. Look at this. Check this out. I look like one of the Ramones in that thing. <laughs> I don't know about that. Ramones. Big Al. Buddy. You know what this looks like? What's it look like? It looks like if, if there was a new Ramon they introduced named Baby Ramon, and everyone loved him, and he was just a little baby, and he wore a little leather jacket. And then one day, Baby Ramon vanished, and you stole his baby-sized jacket, and you put it on, and you tried to join the Ramones. And you said, I'm Baby Ramon. And they're like, no, you're not. He was a cute baby. This is a guy wearing a baby's jacket. That's what, that's what this looks like. A baby's jacket? Look how tough this thing is. There's no way that's a baby's jacket. A baby isn't rugged enough to wear a cool jacket like this. I'm just talking about how small it is, Big Hell. I'm not, I'm not talking about the core strength of a baby. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's a slim fit jacket. But small is why it looks cool. Small is why it makes me look younger and thinner and cooler. I just look like I could be walking in or out of CBGBs on a given night back in the heyday of whenever that was. It looks like you took a can of biscuits and you wrapped a little scrap piece of leather around it. I don't make that can of biscuits a punk. I mean, yeah, you're a punk in the sense that you, like, look like you ate a punk and then stole his jacket. So you don't think I look cool in the jacket is what you're saying? No, I think I was pretty clear about that. I think it's bad. It's too small. You're, you're busting out of this thing, son. You got you to gotta get a bigger jacket. Okay, so you got some notes, and I respect that, but... um. Can I have the $50 so that I can buy this jacket? I'll hang on to it for now, and we'll see. We'll see if we can maybe... Well, you know what? Let's beat that idea. It's the idea to beat so far because it's the one you said first. Okay. It, it's us, awesome. But we'll see. We'll see. How about that? Okay, so if nothing is better, we're going to spend it on this jacket. Yes, in that case, if no idea is even slightly better, then we will spend that 50 bucks on that tiny jacket that you look like absolute crap in. <laughs> Mr. Possum, what's the first idea that you have for how to spend this money? Well, now that I'm finally filthy, filthy, stinking rich, I'm going to buy my own private island. Oh. Tropical, baby. Okay. There's going to be palm trees. There's going to be volleyball tournaments that only I can play in and go to. It's going to be tight. Going to be treasure. There's going to be pirate bones, which I will make a xylophone out of and play to my heart's content. And luau's and juice, pineapples, mojitos, fresh mint. Mr. Possum, I think I'm seeing the first big hurdle we're going to be facing in discussing what to do with this money, which is that you don't completely grasp scale and scope when it comes to money. Because boy, oh boy, is 50 bucks nowhere near enough to buy an island. It isn't. 50 bucks won't even get you to the island you're describing, much less allow you to purchase it. Oh, really? Dang. Won't even let me buy a belt that I can strap to someone's car and kind of lift a ride to the airport, Cape Fear style? Dang. Even in your imaginary scenario there, Mr. Possum, you only made it to the airport. You didn't even make it on a plane. Oh, there's all sorts of ways. Haven't you ever seen Catch Me If You Can? All I gotta do is flirt around and put on a captain's hat, and I could get myself there. Oh, wow. It had never occurred to me that you might have seen Catch Me If You Can, Mr. Possum. Of course. But 
What a dangerous thing for you to have seen. Well, if I can't afford to buy my own island, I guess there is something I can do. I could uh, probably buy that old trash island out there in the Pacific Ocean. You ever heard of the Great Pacific Trash Patch, Big Al? Oh, I've heard of it, Mr. Possum. It's a swirling pile of the world's refuse. I understand that that might be tempting to you as a fan of trash. But I've got some bad news for you about the uh, Great Pacific Trash Patch. Oh, all right, go ahead. Well, I'm afraid it has been gentrified out of your price range already. Already? There's already a fusion taco truck parked on that thing, Mr. Possum. The rent's going up all over the Great Pacific Trash Patch, and I'm afraid it is no longer uh, something you could think about even living on, much less buying. Well, I think it should be comforting for everybody to know that if you ever fall out of an airplane into the Pacific Ocean and find yourself on that great Pacific trash patch, you can probably get yourself a nice $10 cup of coffee. Goes good with staying alive in the ocean. Hot coffee. Do not even think about rescuing me until I've had my cup. What's your next big idea? Well, if I can't get the leather jacket that I mentioned before, that I think I look really cool in, I think we should put that 50 bucks toward a subscription to the new Lousy TV Plus app. Lousy TV Plus. Lousy TV Plus? I got to get this thing on my Roku, Mr. Possum. It looks incredible, this new app. All the worst shows that there are in one app. It's got Pawn Stars. It's got America's Most Wanted. It's got the Osbournes. It's got Duck Dynasty. Five different lower-budget Shark Tank ripoffs. And it's even got that Rob Schneider sitcom they tried to do. It's all the worst TV shows they've ever made. And it's all in one place. And Mr. Possum, I need it pretty bad. Especially if I'm not going to get that leather jacket and get out there back into the world. I'm going to need some bad TV to help me get through. Because bad TV makes you feel good, Mr. Possum. There's something about clicking on the big pain machine and seeing that nobody out there is doing anything worthwhile. I've really missed that lately and uh, with all the prestige television and the niche entertainment out there. I just want to watch some absolutely garbage television. I don't know, buddy, but it's bad. Why are you making yourself a, a bad lunch here? I mean, I'm not going to let you spend this money just to hurt yourself. Why? What's wrong with you? It makes you feel better. Plus, this app is pioneering incredible new features, Mr. Possum. Ooh. Like not allowing you to skip ahead or change what episode you're watching until it's finished. And they put ads back in the episode breaks. And if you think these ads are going to be good or targeted to you in any way, <laughs> you are wrong. They are not. The ads on this app are for obsolete products like 1-800-COLLECT and Quiznos sandwiches. Everything this app has to offer stinks and is a waste of your precious time. I need it very bad, Mr. Possum. 
I don't know. This seems like an ironic purchase. We don't use money for irony. It's not irony if you love it. Oh. And I, I want to say that not just to you, Mr. Possum, but to everyone out there in the world as well. There's nothing ironic about loving something and uh, needing it very badly. That's nice. You mind if I steal that for my next wedding? I want to say that to my next wife. You're going to make a point of saying in the middle of the wedding that you're not marrying her ironically. I'll be like, I'm not doing this for a joke, baby. You're the real thing. I like you. I think you're beautiful. She'll like that. And that is one of the nicest things you can say to somebody anymore, I think. They love it when you put the stress on, I think you're hot, you know. Mr. Possum, uh, what's your next probably pretty bad idea? Well, I'm going to take this 50 bucks and I'm going to slap you across the face with it, first of all. But that's not my wish. I just want to do that with money to somebody. And I think I could get away with it with you. But what I want to do is I want to have a nice treat-yourself makeover. I'm talking head-to-toe change. Like, who is this? You know, I'm going to fix my teeth. I'm going to fix my nose and my cheeks, and my ears, and I'm going to get all new clothes and stuff. I'm going to look fantastic. 50 bucks, you want to get a full makeover. Yes, like a Jenny Jones makeover. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Possum. Yeah? Sorry to do this to you again, but makeovers are extremely expensive, even for people who do not look as bad as you. Really? Yeah. Dang. Everything's expensive, huh? Yeah. So 50 bucks is not going to get you anywhere near it. 50 bucks is not going to fix even one of your teeth, much less all of them plus your face. Dang. Not even my, my tater-biting tooth, the one right in front? God, it's gotten soggy. Got no hardness to it. Yeah. Mm. A makeover is severely outside of our $50 price range right now. Okay, this this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna find me a little, little halfway. I'm gonna meet you halfway. I'm gonna take five dollars, buy me a pair of earrings, something dangly, something cool looking. Probably get some five bucks clairs, something like that. Then I'm gonna go to a Halloween store and get me a nice mask, like one of the ones from the top shelf that I've got to bug the teenager to go get the pole and get it down. Yeah. And not only am I wearing a nice. Halloween mask, that guy's going to be wearing earrings. So you're putting the earrings in the Halloween mask? Well, they'll be dangling off the ears of the mask. Yeah, he'll be looking good. I'm thinking maybe uh, one of the, I like them president masks. They're funny. Maybe get a Bill Clinton or a Jimmy Carter and put some earrings on him. Jimmy Carter with some dangly earrings from Claire's. Yeah. I think I would get the desired effect of, oh, what have you done to your head? And I'll be like, it's me, Possum. It's not Jimmy Carter. Yeah, your eyes are not exactly in the same place as Jimmy Carter's would be. Plus, the mask is going to be pretty severely misshapen since your nose is so big and long. Do you think I could maybe melt it a little bit and then just kind of drape it across my head like a blanket? So you think... That you would look better with a melted Jimmy Carter mask with dangly earrings on it instead of your actual face. Well, yeah, big hell, I do. Well, I think you might be right about that.
Big Hal, what's next for you? Okay. Here's the thing we ought to spend the 50 bucks on, Mr. Possum. Okay. As our listeners know, I am a strong proponent of investing in gold. I love to send whatever spare money comes my way off to my gold guy where he assures me he sets aside some gold with my name on it that I can be sure will maintain or increase value regardless of the whims of the market and the greater economy. In fact, let me just pop onto my gold guy's website and see how much gold this would get moved into my stack of gold. Okay, just a... Huh, that's weird. What? My gold guy's website is down, Mr. Possum. Let me just give him a call. I got his uh, I got his number. Well, you probably shouldn't bug him. No, it's fine. All right. What? Mr. Possum, is that a phone ringing? Do you have a phone? I didn't know you had a phone. What? Is that is that in my pouch? I guess that is a phone ringing. That's crazy. Hang on a second, Mr. Possum. Hold that phone up. Show me the screen. I'm calling it one more time. Oh, my phone's about to die. You might as well give up on that. Oh, nope. Hold it up. Let me see that. Let me see that. Okay, that's a picture of me. Yeah. On the phone as I'm calling my gold guy. Yeah. And it's it shows me and then the name on the caller, you've got Mark. Oh, well, that's an honest mistake. Why is my name Mark in your phone? Oh, I just always thought your name was Mark. I thought Big Al was just a stage name. Oops, honest mistake. Okay. You do not think my name is Mark. Yeah, I did. You put me down in your phone as Mark because I apparently am a Mark, and I've been sending my money to you, and you've been telling me that you're investing it in gold? Yeah. So that's it. Where's my gold, Mr. Possum? Mark, can I tell you something? Yeah. That's where our 50 bucks came from. This is my gold money here. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. We got 50 bucks now, though. Don't look at us. Okay. I probably should have done some better research uh, in picking a gold guy, so I suppose I deserve this. Well, you know, a mark is born every day. Okay, you know what, Mr. Possum? I'm not a mark. I'm especially not a mark if we end up spending that 50 bucks on one of my ideas Mm -hmm. because that means I simply spent some of my money on one of my ideas. So there's a good chance I come out of this not as a mark. Yeah, yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. So if you can convince me that, you know, your idea is good, then you won't be a mark anymore and we can still spend your money. Yes. There you go. Okay. I can still come out of this thing ahead. Mr. Possum, what's the next idea you have for how to spend this $50? Big hell, I'm not going to waste my time here. I'm going to get me a new truck with that 50 bucks. Got 50 bucks? Get a new truck. I'm talking about shiny Big wheels. Okay. Uh, Again, Mr. Possum, uh, you're thinking way too big. 50 bucks is not going to get you a truck. 50 bucks will barely get you a toy truck. You know what? I'm starting to think this 50 bucks is worthless. I've been milking you for years. And we ain't got nothing to do with this money. This is what I'm going to do. Instead of the whole big truck, I'll just get pieces of a truck. I'm going to get the seat, maybe the gear shift, and the wheel. And And hopefully, if I can afford it, we'll see the windshield so that I don't get bugs on me. And then I'll just kind of sit in that seat and pretend I'm driving and bounce around in it and gripe about the suspension and about the potholes and the neighborhood. So you just want to sit behind the wheel of something and pretend to drive places, right? Yeah, sure. Okay, well, that's a kid's fantasy. 
That you sound like a little child. Hmm. Oh, you know what I say to that, big hoe? Bangarang. That's what I say. I think that you shouldn't have grown up. I think I'm having more fun in my broke down chair truck. You can't fight. You can't crow. You can't do nothing. I can't see Peter Pan in your face at all, even around the corners of your mouth with that peanut butter stick there. I'm gonna sit in my truck and eat imaginary colorful icing and have me egg time. And why don't you go out there and do your lawyer stuff, Peter Bannister? Okay, so I think you're trying to say that I am the the main guy in the movie Hook. Yeah. Who was a lawyer when he's an old guy, right? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying? Yep. And I roasted you good. Okay, that doesn't that doesn't apply to me. I think you could take one look at me and tell that I am not the old lawyer guy from Hook. Oh yeah, you're Smee. Oh, I'm not Smee either. I'm more like Captain Hook, I think. What? Oh, Captain Hook? I'm much more like Captain Hook. First of all, I've got a beard. Second of all, I, I devote my life to uh self-destructive pursuits. And you're destined to die in the belly of a crocodile. And joy makes me angry. Yeah, I guess you are more of a hook. Hey, how come Hook gets to be an old man in the whatever it's called, the Lost Kingdom or whatever? Gets to be one? What do you mean? Well, because Never Never Land is the land where you never grow up. How'd he, how'd he grow up? If Hook goes into the real world, does Peter Pan, like, suck the youthfulness out of Hook by being there? That's a good question. That makes the sort of the anger and the resentment of the pirates make a lot more sense. If these kids are flying around and having fake food fights and stuff and sapping the life force from them, you know? Yeah, if you want to be a grumpy old Gus about it. Sounds fun from my end. Bangarang! What's your next big idea? Well, Mr. Possum, I'm going to give you a little bit of financial advice for free here. Financial advice from a mark, all right? This ought to be good. Not a mark. Well, 50 bucks can be spent on a flimsy, forgettable, disposable item and be lost. Or it can be spent on an unforgettable experience and live on forever in the fabric of our memory. So I'd like to suggest we don't spend it on an item, but rather... An experience on a journey. Ooh, now we're talking. And I think 50 bucks is exactly what we would need for two tickets on a ride through Aunt Deb's Great Acre. Aunt Deb's Great Acre? You ever heard of Aunt Deb? No. Well, she's got a great acre. And uh, this is an experience I've been hearing about for decades. And I would like to do it. And uh, I think we should do it together. You go about 30 miles down 65 South. You find this lady's property. Belongs to Aunt Deb. Aunt Deb is a real character. Judging by the aging and some of the fading on the pamphlets I've seen, I'd say she's in her uh, 60s by now, but she's this towering, powerful woman with big muscles who dresses head to toe in faded denim. And for 25 bucks, you can cling feebly to the rivets on her jean jacket as she roars through her overgrown and muddy one-acre backyard motorbike track. Folks I know have found themselves on this journey and never been the same. 
It's like a Spirit Quest speed run. Aunt Deb's like a wild animal midwife taking you to the edge of glory at unsafe speed on an unregistered motorbike in the middle of nowhere. You will be molded into a new creature in her calloused and oil-soaked hands. Possum, you will be reborn as a fearless new animal at Aunt Deb's Great Acre. Wow. Ooh-wee, Big Al. I've done it, haven't I? That's the perfect pitch, isn't it? Aunt Deb is the one to beat. Now look, I'm being serious here. I'm excited about it. I'm ready to spend your 50 bucks on this. I'm ready to pull the trigger. I'm just a little worried that she gave you some vague instructions and she's going to send you to a place where you will run out of gas and then she will circle around you in her bike and make a big mess of dirt and then laugh at you and drive off. Am I being paranoid? I mean, that's probably what Aunt Deb would do to a mark or a loser or, you know, somebody who wasn't worth her time. Mm -hmm. But I don't see that happening to us, Mr. Possum. Oh, boy. Uh, Mr. Possum, do you have a suggestion for something we could do with this $50? This is very important. I'd like to protect myself from the constant bullying and being picked on that's happening to me. And I'd like to do it with a horse. A war horse. I need me a four-legged muscular protector with giant teeth and big old eyes the size of volleyballs, I'll bet. A war horse, Big Al. Shoot that down. It's an animal. How much money could it cost? A war horse? Yeah. A war horse is pretty expensive, Mr. Possum. Ah, man. Definitely more than $50. At the very least, uh, you're not going to want the kind of warhorse you can get for $50. Oh, yeah? What's the kind of warhorse I can get for 50 bucks? Probably one that's going to die like this afternoon. Oh. And then, of course, you got to put together the funeral. And a funeral for a warhorse, again, not cheap. Dang. Dang. I'm sorry for all the cursing on the radio, but I'm upset. I was hoping to get me a, a horse. All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get me a wooden rocking horse, Big Al. You think I could swing that for 50 bucks? Well, I don't know, Mr. Possum. I think wooden might still be a little too expensive for you, but you could get a plastic rocking horse for 50 bucks. Sure. Ugh. That's so sad. Like the material of the big wheels where a piece of gravel can dent it. A piece of gravel. Yeah. Oh, Big Al, can't you just picture me sitting there on somebody's porch on this rocking horse, just the wind blowing one broken wind jam, me just rocking back and forth, enjoying it actually, which makes it sad. I'm saying stuff like "Wee, slow down, horsey. That's too fast. This is my first time on a horse. Trying to give him carrots. Looks like I don't even understand. He's not real. Yeah, it's pretty sad to imagine. And that's what you want to do with our fifty bucks. Is you want to bum both of us out. With how low you can go. Yeah. With your imagination. Yep. It's basically a limbo. I don't know. I could... Basically, me on that horse, it's like the opposite of one of those wacky-armed inflatable tube mans. If you put me on that horse in front of your business, I guarantee you, you will not get a new customer that day. Now, why would somebody want something so depressing in front of their business that no one would ever enter the business? Well, what if it's a fake business, like for criminals? You know, I could sit out front and keep the customers away. And then maybe if I do a good job keeping people away, they give me a real horsey. 
If you're doing a good enough job for them to want to reward you, they're definitely not going to want to give you a horse because you'll ride off into the sunset and they'll start having customers at their front operation. Ooh, you see, that's the thing about having jobs. A work ethic. It ruins everything. You get good at it, you never get to move. I'm going to break this tiny horse. I'm going to throw it in the fire. I hate it. We've been trying to figure out what to do with this 50 bucks. And Big Al's got one last idea to pitch to us. I do. Since all my other suggestions have fallen on deaf, furry ears, I'm going to suggest something I think we both love a great deal. And that is the $50 Arby. What? The $50 Arby, Mr. Possum. $50 Arby. It's a secret menu item or a menu hack, as people are starting to call these things. It's the most luxurious and expensive thing you can make on the Arby's menu. So what, you just go and ask for a $50 Arby? Oh, no, there's steps that you got to take. It's a menu hack. First, you got to get two beef and cheddars and a couple orders of fries. And that's already like 12 bucks. So we're well on our way. Then you get the market fresh Reuben and a couple orders of that uh, white cheddar mac and cheese. Then you're going to want to add some of the chicken tenders and an order of the mozzarella sticks. See, what you do is you add that Reuben meat and the tendies and the Moz sticks and the uh, mac and cheese to the body of your beef and cheddar. Then you slide your leftover $10 into the folds of the meat. Don't worry, it'll soften up in there. And the last thing you're going to do is you're going to take that second beef and cheddar that you bought and you're going to throw that right into the garbage. What? That's how luxurious this menu hack is. You're wasting not just the bun, but the entire extra sandwich. Whoa. And that's luxury, and it's one of the most expensive menu hacks there is. And I think we would have a great time going to Arby's and getting the $50 Arby. Man, oh man. Well, I love it because every time somebody does this, if this catches on, there's going to be a lot of untouched beef and cheddars in the garbage, if you know what I mean for me. (laughs) I I do know what you mean since you said literally what it was. (laughs) All right. Well, I mean, it sounds like you're sold on this idea. You love the idea of there being a bunch of uh, leftover beef and cheddars in the in the garbage. So why don't you just go ahead and hand me the 50 bucks, and I will go to Arby's and, and get us a $50 Arby. Not so fast, Marky Mark. I don't think I'm going to go for that. I've got the sense I'm being built here, being swindled, and I just won't go for it. Dang. Once again, he's too smart. Well, I'm starting to get a little smarter with money. And I think I know what I want to do with my 50 bucks. I want to get me a turtle. Go ahead. You tell me I can't afford a turtle. Go ahead. Uh, well, I think I think you actually could afford a turtle. Not just a turtle. I think, I think if you wanted a turtle, you could get, like, the turtle and the aquarium and maybe, like, a couple months worth of food for... Roughly 50 bucks, Mr. Possum. I gotta buy him food. Yeah, here's maybe the problem with 
you getting a turtle uh, that I foresee is that you've basically just uh, given yourself a job. And that is keeping this turtle alive. You got to buy food. You got to take care of the turtle. You got to change the water in the aquarium. Uh, there's all kinds of things you have to do to take care of a turtle. I don't think this is going to be that kind of a turtle. I, I, he's not going to be a pet. He's going to be a friend. I'm going to train him to be a great hunter so that he can hunt his own lettuce. I'm not going to be going out there and buying him stuff. I was kind of hoping just to let him sit on the couch with me. Watch TV. And he's going to get stuck in the couch cushions. And then I'll reach around for my remote. And I'll find the turtle in there. And I'll be like, hey, I remember you. I haven't seen you in weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably be a bad turtle owner. <laughs> but we'll be buddies. He won't ever feel like a pet. It's bad to feel like a pet. Somebody caring for you and giving you stuff all the time. It hurts your self-esteem. You need to pull yourself up by your little shell straps. You know what? I, I kind of agree with the sentiment here, Mr. Possum, because uh, I have been able to avoid having to take care of you by defining you as a friend and not a pet for this whole time. Mm -hmm. Of course, the problem that I have run into is that you have swindled me out of a bunch of money through a, bu a series of scams because I'm not taking care of you and supporting you. Yeah, it's kind of six and one, half a dozen the other. You know, my life has been very bad. The Big Howl and Possum Podcast. Toot toot.